Americans really are fucking pigs, man. Well, you've got a good perspective of how fat we really are. I thought it was going to be an exaggeration. Like, I thought that all the people that say Americans are fat were exaggerating, but they're not. Americans really are fat. I could ca- I could probably count the amount of fat people that I saw when I was in Spain on one hand. <laughs> so they're all just they're all just fit and beautiful. Fit and beautiful and rude. You know, they have no patience for me. Rude. Very rude people out there. I like that. No, not it's not likable. They're very what very happened? rude people. People on these stories. Uh, welcome to the show, by the way. I'm Tristan. That's Andy. Uh, this is Two Scoops of Vanilla. Um, so, the people in Barcelona were nice. They were very nice. Um, they tried their... They all spoke English for the most part. They tried. They spoke Spanish as their primary, but they all tried their to speak at least a little English as their secondary language, all that. In Barcelona? In Barcelona, which was very nice for me because I don't really speak any Spanish. Un poquito. Un poquito for Spanish. Uh, Hablo un poquito espanol. Um, There you go. But I was told that Barcelona was a nightlife city. And when I went there... It, they still have their own COVID protocols, so all the nightlife stuff was was closed. So like a lot of the stuff closed down pretty early. We went to uh, I, the bar hopping was still really fun. Um, the food is amazing, but I didn't feel I feel like I didn't get the full Barcelona experience. And part of that is because I was exhausted after the worst travel experience that I've ever had in my entire life. Yeah. I kept up with that on your on your Snapchat stories. That seemed awful. It's hard to even <clears throat> keep up with. So, uh, five in the morning, I I'm taking a vacation with my family. It's five in the morning. We get to the Sacramento airport. Uh, we're supposed to go. Our flight path. We're supposed to get to Barcelona. Our flight path is supposed to be Sacramento to L.A., L.A. to New York, New York to Barcelona. You know, there's a few layovers, whatever, but all on the same day, and we were supposed to get to pretty Barcelona. Pretty easy. Yeah, we, so easy flight path, about as direct as it could go. So we get there at five in the morning, two hours before, um, two and a half hours before our flight's supposed to leave. We check in, and they don't give us bag information, so we have to wait in the big line to check our bags. We can't just walk up and put them on the thing. So, we have, we wait in this big long line. It's Delta, fuck Delta. They have two people working for the entire airport, so the line takes fucking twenty years. We finally we get we manage to skip the line. Uh, we're pers- we're a persuasive bunch, you know us. Mm-hmm. We're a persuasive family. We're 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 Jewish. We used our powers. Uh, yeah, charisma. Yeah, we used our charisma and our charm. And we get our way to the front. We skip the line. We have this Italian guy who hates his job openly. Hates being in Sacramento openly. Um, he helps us. And he goes, yeah, there's no way that you guys make this flight. Your bags won't make it in time. We're going to schedule you for a flight tomorrow. Uh, and we can do the same flight path tomorrow. And we're like, no way. No, he says something about, we'll put you on a flight tomorrow. And we go like, no, 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 no. We have all these connecting flights that we, like, that doesn't work. We have all this stuff booked, whatever. And he's like, okay. He manages to work out a different flight path for us for the day. So we're supposed to go from Sacramento to Minneapolis, from Minneapolis to Atlanta, from Atlanta to Barcelona, right? Mhm. It's not as good. So we get and we when we fly, we fly to Minneapolis. Uh when we are in the air in Minneapolis, we circle around it for an hour and a half, I'd say, circle around Minneapolis. And then we're told 
the weather's too bad. We're gonna have to land in Des Moines, Iowa. Which Des Moines is probably the most drab place that I've ever seen in my life. It looks like when Netflix does a foreign country thing and they just and they turn the color gradient so it's all yellow. And like just mm-hmm. and it's just barren. There's nothing you can see. The airport was like the size of my bedroom. It's just a village. It was terrible. You look out and there's literally nothing you can see. It's just like flat dirt, dust yeah. is just flying <laughs> through the super air. Flat. The airport, like I said, there's like four planes. There's just dust flying through the air. Everybody's miserable. It's all. It was terrible. We're told it's just going to be a small detour. In Des Moines, we 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 sat on the tarmac for like an hour and a half, but then we're told it's just going to be another twenty minutes. You guys can get off if you want, go get food, or you can stay on the the plane. And every single person gets off. We all uh, the, we all go and get sandwiches from the only place that's open. So there's one guy working making seventy sandwiches for an entire flight. Uh, we everybody like gets their food. Well. Everybody like gets their food. We like hurry back. Uh, we sit back on the plane for another hour and a half before we're told your flight crew timed out. Uh, you have to get off. So we get off. We get a we 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 get we get a new flight crew fly to Minneapolis. Um, why are you still going to Minneapolis? Why can't you just because go to that's where we Atlanta. have to fly? Yeah, no. So this is where we have to fly out. You gotta, of now. You gotta this pass is that's that where, that's where this plane was going was to Minneapolis. So. We fly back to Minneapolis. We get rerouted. We're now supposed to go Minneapolis, Minnesota to, I want to say Newark, New Jersey. No, I want to say maybe, yeah, maybe like Newark, New Jersey. It was, yeah, it was Newark, New Jersey to Amsterdam and then from Amsterdam oh. to Barcelona. We had checked our bags. In Sacramento, that's such a we had, strange cup. Yeah, it's my it's got. my big gulp, my super big gulp Seven Eleven cup. I got my first week moving into this house. But just the shoot up, the shoot up ends. That seems like it's so primitive. I'm sentimental towards this cup. I got it. I it was I got it the first week I ever moved in, and it's been my water cup ever since. <laughs> Do you wash it often enough? Mm-hmm. Wash it often. All right, good. So. We're in Minneapolis, and we're waiting. We're and uh, we keep getting delayed. We're we're it's getting delayed like four hours. It's at this point midnight of the day that we we got to the airport in Sacramento at five. It's midnight in Minneapolis, and they tell us, you know, the flight's just canceled. The best we can do is fly you out of here. Into Newark, New Jersey tomorrow. The flight's booked at 3, but don't even come till 5 p.m. That's what he says. We'll give you a hotel voucher and a taxi ride to where to the hotel. So we're like, what the fuck is this? We're like, this is... Mis-. We're like, okay, we're like, fuck this. Uh, we And we asked the person, we're like, okay, where are our bags? And they say, your bags are going to JFK... Because that's the that that was the plane that they got loaded onto went to JFK, so we're like okay whatever, uh, and they say uh, we'll get to that later we'll get to the bags later, so uh, we get our hotel vouchers we get two of them because we have seven people in the family, and they're for two separate hotels, we get one taxi ride the one the, the one I go to we get a taxi ride from the the most african person i've ever met in my entire life who's from ethiopia he had the craziest <laughs> a- african accent that i've ever heard uh is it cool sounding no not even cool so- like so hard to understand like extremely african oh just yeah Extre- like extre- the most african accent that i've ever heard okay. in my life i don't i can't even do an impression who's so african Okay. And um, he asked us why we were going to Spain and why we didn't go to Iran instead. <laughs> which <laughs> which feels like a strange question. Yeah. And we were like, you know, they don't actually like Americans that much there. 
And he said, just show up and tell them that you appreciate their culture and that you like them, and they'll embrace you. And I was like, I don't think that's really how it works. Nope. I'm, I don't know. But, but <laughs> it's not as safe for so someone we, like you. No. Easily. So we don't have... <laughs> no, we I'd get smacked. So we don't have our luggage. We It's negative five degrees. We're in the same clothes that we left to take off in. We should have already been yeah, in Barcelona by now. We're not. Degree. It's we're in, we're in Minneapolis. It's negative five, mm-hmm. and uh, we go into our hotel. My the other party that goes to the other hotel gets dropped off by their taxi at the wrong hotel and has to Uber <laughs> to the right hotel. <laughs> How the fuck does that happen? So they they have to. So they're standing outside in the cold. One of them is wearing shorts. Yeah, they they weren't prepared for that at all. Not pre- we were not prepared at all. So blame. we get in there. We're pre- we're we're expecting to go back in the afternoon for the, for our next flight. It's like two thirty, two in the morning, and I get a call from my dad, and he says, uh, "Change of plans. Delta just booked us for a flight uh, for seven in the morning, or nine in the morning. We have to leave. Like like we have to be up at six. I'm like." I would rather at this, and it was like with all the delays, whatever, we're still going to get there at the same time we would have if we had left later. We're now flying into, uh, it was like into Newark and then into Amsterdam and then into Barcelona. We're like, okay, all right, whatever. So we fly, we get up, we fly into Newark. We get into Newark, we ask about our luggage, and they say, uh, your luggage is stuck at JFK. We can't sh- we can't fly luggage internationally without you with it without this big process. So it won't get there till th- for like three or four days. And then they say, except for you, to me, they say your luggage is already on a plane that's going to Barcelona. How the fuck did that happen? I don't know, but that's that's what they told me. You We're like, all right. <laughs> what the fuck is we that go, about? we go. My mom, my mom goes like that. <laughs> I don't know. My mom goes, okay, that doesn't work. Can we go to JFK? Is there a flight out of JFK we can take? Can we go to JFK and catch up with our luggage? And they're like, yeah, we can fly you from JFK to Barcelona later in the day, whatever. So we get on a subway from Newark, and we go into Manhattan, and we go to JFK. Um, we wait in the airport and we fly to Barcelona. We get there over an uh, over an entire day later than we were supposed to. Uh, mm-hmm. it turned into like a fifty-five hour travel day. Um, I'm afraid. And when of we that. get there, when we get there, my family all gets their luggage. We go to Lost Luggage to get mine, and uh. We don't have a bag tag. They don't have it. We they can they can't even look it up because we don't have a bag tag. They don't have what we're describing. We I don't have a bag. We spend mm-hmm. like two hours running around the airport. My my little sister's boyfriend is is speaks Spanish, so he's helping us. Like he's translating. We're in Spain at this point, so he's translating in Spanish to help us out. Uh, we're trying our best to track it. My dad's calling all these people. Eventually, we just go. We figure it out hours later. I go and I had to buy new new. I had to buy multiple days worth of stuff. And they say your bag won't be here for two days. Uh, we'll come and drop it off at your hotel when it gets there. And then from there, I had a great fucking trip. We went to Barcelona. We went to Madrid. Madrid is fucking amazing. It's like New York City. It was incredible. That's it. Whole rest your the whole rest your trip got summed up. In two sentences? Well, in Barcelona, the highlights were that bar slag that wanted to have sex with me. Uh, I would describe her as the hottest chick at the Applebee's bar. I get that vibe. How pretty uh, are the women? The Spanish women, because you tweeted about them. The ones that are my age are gorgeous. And they're all mm-hmm. very fashionable. And I embarrassed myself in front of them a few times. Really? Yeah. Uh, 
we were in the college, like the college area, walking around, and these two, man, smoking hot, just smoking hot girls walking past me, speaking in Spanish, and I, the sidewalk skinny, I step out of the way to let them pass, and when they pass me, I take a step, my foot clips the planter, and I like stumble and catch myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, and I and I. <laughs> And I watch one of them do like a, like lift their shirt and do like a laugh, trying trying to be polite, but 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 literally laughing. And I I like I like turned around. That's different than American, which is laugh at you. Right, and I and I turned around and I was like I was like hey look I was like and then they turned I was like I was like you guys didn't even see that I was like I was like nothing happened you guys didn't even see that and then and then they just laughed. Uh, and the only thing I could think about, uh, was that Curb Your Enthusiasm episode where Larry runs into the glass door. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they started, everyone's, what, didn't everyone start treating him like he has Alzheimer's or dementia? Yeah, the, it, they're, they're like, you know, you're no longer a, a sexual object to a woman after you run into a glass door. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah. That's <laughs> what it was His girlfriend breaks up with you. You lose all sex appeal. You lose all sex appeal after you run into a glass door, and uh, I kind of feel like tripping is the is the exact same. Yeah, you're done. <laughs> you can't stand up right, bro. <laughs> Can you? You can't do anything. No. Uh, <laughs> so that was embarrassing. And another time, I was sitting on a bench next to these two. I think they were lesbian because they were very touchy with one another, but they could have just been European Europeans. because, yeah, yeah, because, <laughs> because we, I saw people legit like finger banging in the in the street and stuff uh, on this trip. What the hell? Yeah, people like going up each other's fucking pants on in the middle of the sidewalk. You're like squeezing by them, like in the uh, day. In the yeah, in the middle of the day, at night, everywhere, it fucking happens. One of the fir- you walk by shops, and uh, there's like sex shops all over the place. There's sex shops all over the place, and one of them we walked by was advertising um, a free glory hole, which a free, free glory hole. Which if I wasn't with my family, and I got to peek my eye through. Make sure it was a, not a not a man's mustache that was going to be touching my 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 penis. Then then maybe I might do it. Maybe go ahead. Should have done it. Still very sexually sexually positive people out there in Spain. That's cool. I heard they have a thing for blonde people. I don't know. Um, the fucking bar slag did she. She told me that I was enchanting. She told she's told me that I was like a witch with how enchanting I was, and that uh, she kept in, she kept beckoning me to come with her and leave the bar and go with her. And um, did she have a hot Spanish accent? She didn't speak a word of English, like the, like not a single word of English. She, the bartender. Had li- spent the time living in New York, so he spoke great English. So oh. she would say something to me, and I'd just stare back at her because I, I don't. She'd rattle it off in Spanish, and then she'd say "Como se dice" and, and rattle it off to the bartender. And then he'd translate it to me. Okay, that's pretty cool. You got a little. <laughs> this was like a. Th- this was like the like a huge tit, like bleach blonde, hair milf. Like someone um, that would hit on me at my job. I haven't seen the people that hit on you at your job. Well, I mean, just Mills. This chick was, this chick was Spanish, and uh, I was talking to the bartender. I was like, I was like, so you know, who is this chick? And he was like, oh, she's a regular in here. And I was like, I was like, does she always just try to fuck everybody that comes in here? <laughs> I was like, yeah. I was like, good question. And then. Uh, <laughs> So the next day I told my mom and my mom was like, you should have gone with her. You know, she probably could have taught you a thing or two. That's what I said. You know, an old slut. 
if you're both old, like a MILF and a slut still, you definitely can teach me a thing or two. Mm-hmm. You probably got all the tips and tricks. Another country, too. So, so she, She'd have the saliva stuck to her chin. Oh, God. Is that the only time something like that happened to you? That aggressively, for sure. I, I, I regret not going with her. To this day, I think I thought about it for the rest of the trip that I that I really think I should have gone with her. You'll think about it for a long time. Yeah, I think I thought about it for the rest of the trip because that was my only real opportunity to 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 have sex on that trip. I mean, yeah, you were with your family too, so I don't have a problem Back- talking to women, but not speaking a word of their language is kind of makes it a little bit more difficult, you know. Yeah, I could understand. How many of them spoke English? Nobody in Madrid. Could you think of like a percentage. Nobody. People in Madrid. in Madrid don't give a fuck about speaking English. They they don't have time for my bullshit. They don't care about speaking English. I got lost in a, in a five story art modern art museum, which modern art I think is. I know it's hack, but modern art actually is pointless for real. What museum do you go to? The the Reina, I want to say, is what it's called. The Reina Sofia. Yep. Yeah, yep. I think. Yep. It was and it's huge. It was, right, it's cool. a fucking maze. I had a panic attack. I was lost in there, and I kept asking. I dropped off my coat at the beginning and was given this tag, and I kept running around and asking all the people that were in the rooms that none of them spoke any English, and I kept just saying like. Where, holding up the little tag and be like, where can I get my coat? Like, I just want my coat so I can leave. Like, where can I get my coat? And none of them, they'd all just point and yell at me in Spanish. I, I had no idea what was going on. You should have learned, you should have went on Duolingo at least before you went to Spain. I don't think I'm ever going to go back to a modern art museum in my life. All right, that's fair. It seems like it, it seemed pretty miserable. It was you. miserable and, okay. I don't want to look at art. Am I crazy? Like, that's not what appeals to me is, is looking at stuff. Mm-hmm. You want to interact with things? I just, I would much rather watch a movie or listen to music as my art. There's something that's being told in that just looking at something is nothing for me. <laughs> okay, I get that. If, okay. Some is it's like different sense. Looking at titties literally does nothing. I gotta look at a picture of titties all day. A picture of titties could be. Mm-hmm. Could be a, a, put on the, on my eyelids, so every time I close my eyes, I was looking at fucking a picture of titties, and it, it would do nothing for me. Po- but watching porn does something for me because it's a, you know there's there's a story being told, there's action to it. <laughs> <laughs> there's action to it. There's a dr- there's a motive, dude. There's there's a, there's a dialogue that characters. I get to follow. I get to see the ups and downs. You know the 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 change of emotions. I get to I get to feel it a lot more. There's there's you know, walking around and looking at. There was an entire room where it was just videos of people dancing with skeletons. There was like a naked guy dancing with a skeleton, and just like people doing jigs with skeletons. I didn't I didn't understand. I, I what's the point? I don't want to look at that. What's the point? So angry. Because <laughs> modern arts... Just let people enjoy it. It's not for you. Dude, people cool. people would spend fucking five hours in there. I was ready to leave after 15 minutes, but I was lost. I spent an hour and a half lost walking around trying to find my way out. It, it was miserable. Did you not try to use Google Translate just around? No. Because I didn't, ha- no, I didn't have service, so I, d- I couldn't use the internet. Oh shit! Yeah, that ma- that makes. I was it lost terrible. in a foreign country, not speaking the language. Man, I felt like naked and afraid. You just had to keep going down. And eventually, all I wanted was a churro. Like, were you at like the top? I got. I, I don't even remember. I was on all different floors. They all just intertwine. It was like it felt like if you went to. They're all just plain white walls with the stuff, except for the stuff in it and on it. So, like you would walk through mm-hmm. something and you would feel like I already went through this room, and then you'd walk through it and it would be a completely different room. Like it, it felt like the Maze Runner. 
where everything was changing oh, shit, all the I time. Get that. <laughs> you couldn't find your way out. It felt like you were always in a different room and you would turn around and then you were in the same room. You had no idea what I had no idea where I was. And you constantly are having deja vu. Yes. I was Or it's like and you're not and you're not paying enough attention to memorize what's in what room, so you really don't know. <laughs> no, you're, exactly. You're not even looking at the you art. You just gotta remember one you, you just gotta remember one piece of art in each but room. I'm not even looking at the art, I'm just sprinting through the room trying to figure out my way out. I know, but just like remember one so you can just say I've been here before. I was miserable. I couldn't find my way out. It was <laughs> you didn't find where were where was your family? I was lost from them. I don't know where they were. I was lost. I got just, you never ran into them after that hour and a half. No, the most that was the most lost that I had been since I got lost at Legoland when I was a little kid. <laughs> Legoland's cool. I only went once and I got severely lost in the in a massive theme park as a kid. So I don't. I don't have the fondest memory of it. How long? Do you know how long you were lost? Dude, I was like five years old. My sense of time is so distorted. Yeah, it's going to be very, very <laughs> fucked up. I, I don't, it, pro- it felt probably like, like, you know, four hours to me, but in reality it was probably 15 mm-hmm. minutes. Yeah. Well, when I was eight, I got lost at, in California Adventure, but it was for like 15, 20 minutes. That's it, dude. It's terrifying being lost. Yeah, where it's like, dude, I'm gonna get killed. That's what. That, <laughs> that's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> dude, dude, I'm gonna get killed. No. <laughs> I I remember when I was lost at Legoland. <laughs> This is this is how little I was when I was lost at Legoland. When I was when when I was going through the crowds of people, I was looking at their shoes because I I remember thinking I would recognize my mom's shoes and it would be easier to recognize her shoes to look up like that and recognize her face. So I was looking down and walking and looking at all these people's shoes, trying to find my mom's shoes. Did you find out that people can have the same shoes? No. I ended up climbing onto, I believe, a Transformer. One of those big statue Transformers. Trying to get a better view. And my family was like, there he is. We found him. (laughs) You climb on top? Not on top, but, you know, I started to climb. Started to climb the thing. I'm a smart Mm -hmm. kid. I was, you know, thinking we need the high ground. I'd seen movies. You need you need the high yeah. ground. <laughs> better vantage yeah. points. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's a better vantage point. Star Wars three had just come out. Yeah, I I, I was a huge Star time. Wars kid. As it like you know, I I knew, I I knew you needed just the high point. Yeah, but I was I was like seven or eight, and it was in Disney. It was in Paradise Pier, and I was going to the bathroom, and I told my mom, I said, uh. Are you going to be just, are you going to wait right here for me to get out of the bathroom? She says, yeah, I'll be right here. So I just go in there and then I walk out. She's just gone, bro. She's just gone. (laughs) And I wait there. I stand, I stand there and wait. She doesn't come out. So I just start crying eventually. I hate to break it to you, man. These two old people. Yeah, the. She was what? trying to leave you for good. She was trying. She, she was trying. To, <laughs> she was trying to drop you off and dip. Yeah, I'm like, what the fuck? No, the like the reason why I asked is because she has like a habit of doing that, and I really clarified it with her because like it's Disneyland, it's a theme park. I want to know. I don't want to get lost here of all places. It at these very stressful. And then this old couple came by eventually and saw me crying. And I was like outside the bathroom, so I was. She had ample time to get out, and she still. That's where she was at the end of it. She went to the bathroom. She thought she beat me out. She's like, dude, I was seven. I can't hold any. Yeah, but pee. you're pissing on you're pissing on the walls as you're walking through. You're not even waiting to get to the urinal. Yeah. 
a woman's room had will have a longer line on average too, especially at a busy place like a theme park. There might be a line in a woman's Dude, room. Dude, they take twenty years to fucking pat their pussy dry. We just do it. We just do a quick fucking dra- a quick shake, quick waggle and yeah, out. A little jiggle, you're fucking, yeah. You're fucking in and out. We gone. I, I've I've always had this question. I'm a cleanly guy. What? I wash my hands every time I use the bathroom. But if I take a piss and I don't even I don't even touch my dick for the entire time I piss, I, I just pull my pants down and piss and pull my pants back up. Is it necessary to even wash your hands if you literally don't even touch anything? I've had that philosophy for years, Tristan. It's an age-old question, I, I guess. Yeah, but it's something that I've been a believer of. I, I'm not. I don't practice it, but I'm a believer in it. If you can do a no-contact bladder drain, yeah, you don't need to wash your hands. So you think not everybody can pull it off, but if you can pull it off, it, it's it's legal. It's fair game. Yeah, if you if you correctly do it. Yeah. Other than that, any failure results in washing hands. I agree. I think I think we're on the same page with this. I think I just threw what I thought was going to be a sinker. I thought it was going to be tough to hit and you just fucking hit it out of the park. I think I th- I think we just totally I th- I think cuz like I've I've thought about it for a long yeah, time. Yeah, I, th- I think you, I think you you saw the sinker ball coming. You were in you were prepared. I thought yeah. I was going to stump you. Telegraphed it. I thought I was going to stump you and you just fucking <laughs> bat on ball. I just fucked you up. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I caught. You just got fucking body. Dude. When I was on the plane, there was a nine hour plane ride. I watched this movie, The Master. Is that the one over the Atlantic? New York to Barcelona took nine hours. Okay, that's that's not too bad. No, it wasn't. Because I got to do something like that eventually. Uh, they asked Pete. They they gave us a, a choice of we got two meals. One of them was an egg sandwich. It was a it was a, an English muffin with a piece of egg and pr- a piece of provolone cheese slapped slapped on. It was disgusting. And the other one, they said, chicken or pasta. And they said the pasta was in pesto sauce. I'm not taking anything. Uh, they said the pasta was in pesto sauce, and, and it was like barbecue chicken, or it was like chicken curry. It was like chicken curry, and then it was like a pasta and pesto sauce. So I was like, oh, I, I love pesto. Fucking toss me the pasta. Hand, send pasta my way. I rip it open. It's All red right. sauce. It's always a gamble. Just com- it's just... Not even close to being pesto. It's literally just red sauce. There's not anything pesto related at all. That's fine. At least it doesn't look gross, right? No, but I took I took one bite, and it literally like ballooned up in my stomach. I I I'd never been more filled up from one tiny little thing of pasta than I was on that on that flight. Okay, that's pretty gross. It was disgusting. Sounds like a chemical reaction. <laughs> it yeah. felt like when you drop a mento in soda. I mean, I guess it, I mean, I guess they're always causing chemical reactions, but just yeah, yeah more severe. <laughs> Dude, Something more severe than usual. Like when it, it felt like a helium balloon. It, it was yeah. It was awful. Just foaming up in there. And it was after an entire day of eating garbage airport food. Yeah, I I'm not looking forward to that either. There's so many things I'm not looking forward no, to. No, don't even think about it. Just a word of advice: don't watch the movie The Master because there's there's this long scene where it's all these people dancing and they just all have their fucking muffs out and their tits are out and they're just like all flopping around. After fucking fifty hours of being in an airport, it gives you this weird urge to want to go to the airport bathroom and, and you know. You yeah. jack a quick one off before you before you go sit down again. Yeah, that's a lot of free time to uh, not think about sex for a twenty year old guy. It really is. The thing is, I was worried about rough air. I would have gone. I you know you can always go you can always go start a beat off, but 
if you're if you're sitting in there and you're beating off, and then all of a sudden you get rough air, and that that like return to your seat and fasten your seatbelt thing happens, you're in a real tough spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, I've never shit in an airplane for that reason. I'm I definitely might need to do that. Hopefully, I can get away with it. I'll try to time it. I guess severe campers. I'll try but to have. I, 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 I can't poop till I get to my destination. Yeah, I, I have that mindset too. I can't pee. Oh, I'll do that. I pee. That's the last thing I do before I leave. That's I crazy. I piss left and anywhere. right, but I can't. I, I can't poop till I get to my destination. Like on a long drive, I don't know. Unless I really gotta let one rip, I had to let one rip in the middle of yeah. like, to some bumfuck town in Texas over the summer, and. I, I let it rip and it mm-hmm. felt like like okay we got to like I felt like we had to get out of there quick because, because I didn't want to <laughs> 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 what you just said was illegal I felt like I like I didn't want anybody else to see what I just just <laughs> done we need to get out of there fast we got yeah we got to escape oh I forgot I forgot about this um in Madrid there was this thing that we did where it was like the secret nun cookie thing where there are these nuns that live in this oh, I've heard this of that minist- this ministry ministry I don't know what how it's pronounced but monastery no it's it's with no monastery, it's with an I. probably ministry that's what it's called oh. and um they've never ever left in their life yeah, they're cloistered. Nuns. Yeah, they're born there. They've never left, and they take a vow of silence. Oh, I thought it was a. I didn't think it was silence, but I mean, you you saw them, so maybe we're thinking of something different. Oh wait, no, 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 no. You're right because they talk to us one brief time, so they don't. It's they can't take a vow of silence. Yeah. They talk to us briefly one time. I think they can't see people. Can't see anybody at all. So. We go and you like mm-hmm. you like open this door. You like ring, you're like rung in. You ring the bell. You open this door, and you like go through. Yeah, and it's dead silent. I felt I felt like I was gonna burst into flames a little bit when I walked through. Completely dead silent. And you like walk through, and you get to this place where there's a menu of cookies, and prices, and you press a bell. You tell them what kind of cookies you want. You put the money on this thing. And you turn it, and when they turn, and then they turn yeah. it back, and there's the cookies sitting the on the thing. That. It's cool. It was fucking awesome. And I have, I gotta. Find I've never place. been more nervous in my life. Why, dude? I something was so nerve wracking. I, I was like getting chills. I felt like I was being haunted. I don't know what it was. It was so nerve wracking being around people that are that holy. They're so, dude. They look. Oh, okay. They, they love God so much. They suck off God so much that they, they, they'll they never see anybody in their entire life. They they fucking love the guy. They suck him off. Yeah, they just see All they other. do is bake. All they do is bake and, like, worship God. And you know what's crazy? The cookies were, were fucking garbage. They, they sucked. They were terrible. Never mind. I will not go there. No fucking chocolate chip. It was like those fucking tea biscuit things. They're they're okay when you dip them in tea or coffee. They're okay, but when you take a bite dry, you might you might as well have a two two fucking hairy hands around your neck. You're you're choking out. You're getting choked out. <laughs> two hairy hands. <laughs> <laughs> you're getting fucking you're getting was, choked to death that feels so uncomfortable okay i'm not gonna go there now fuck that place no so that that was that was a pretty cool that was a pretty cool experience um and then we took we had to we had to modify our plans to make sure that there was a five-day covid period in case one of us got stuck and had to quarantine we couldn't we didn't want to miss out on an extra five days of work and make it like almost three weeks off work, you know? Mm-hmm. So we had to do this COVID test when we were at our Airbnb and uh, like in the middle of the night and I get online and we're talking to this guy. It's all online. 
and it's this fucking super Indian guy. He's walking me through. He's like, he's like, okay, you're going to open the packet. Okay, you're going to add six drops of the from the dropper to the packet. And so he's he's walking me through. And then he's like, all right, I'm going to start the 15-minute timer. And he dips. The camera, everything goes away. And um, people walk. My family walks in. They're like, oh, what are you doing? And I go, I go like, oh, I'm like, oh, I'm, I like check the timer. I'm like, oh, I got eight minutes. I'm just waiting for this fucking Indian guy to come back. And then... <laughs> Which is true. He's he he is an Indian guy, and I was waiting for him to come back. Okay, yeah. <laughs> but I wasn't aware at the time that he was still in the call. He it was his camera and all that had gone away, but he was still in the call. Okay. I don't know if this guy heard me or whatever. He played it very cool. When he came back, we just we just we just finished. He just finished testing. I held up my little stick, showed that it was negative. We just finished testing, but is it offensive to call an Indian guy and say I'm just waiting for this fucking Indian guy? Am I wrong? Would he be? Is that offensive to say? It's it's definitely unnecessary. <laughs> Maybe a little aggressive. Maybe a little aggressive. Unnecessary, yeah. I don't know. Racist for sure, no. <laughs> Offensive, I think no. No, I, I, but could be to people. Maybe to an Indian guy, or to <laughs> or to white women. or to white women. A lot of stuff's offensive to white women and to Indian people. With the five day period uh, that I got back, I, I spent a few days in um, Santa Barbara visiting some friends of ours. And we, me and a buddy, me and our friend, my our friend, my friend Brandon, fell down the rabbit hole of watching To Catch a Predator. Do you ever watch To Catch a Predator? Not for a long time. It's no. amazing. It's it's. I watched it as a kid, and I used to think like, oh, it's so funny. Look, watch these like fat guys get tackled. But I, when I watch it now, Chris Hansen is a comedic genius. He has amazing timing. Everything about it is hilarious. And the pe the he knows exactly what to the say. The pedophiles are also comedic geniuses. Um. So, <laughs> we found out we 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 fell on the rabbit hole of watching, and you know the pedophiles always come up with with a, some dumb excuse for what they're doing, like why they're there. It's always like, <laughs> like like what? Oh, I was just. What'd you hear? I just thought that she looked cool to hang out with, and like we have been chatting online, and she just looked cool. And then Chris Hansen will be like, like read a text that's like, I want to fuck you in your ass. Like, you say that to her, right? <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> it's, a, it's an amazing, it's an amazing show. And we're talking You're about. Like, no, that's not me. Like Roderick. <laughs> so, so me and my friend Brandon, we were joking about Chris Hansen just getting extremely physical with the guy, with the guys, instead of just being, instead of just being like, like confrontational, being like, like, like this is to catch a predator and like, like calling him out, being like, I'm Chris Hansen, and this is how to choke somebody out, and like put him in a fucking, like put him in a fucking <laughs> sleeper hold. <laughs> like, I'm Chris Hansen, and this is how to bash a pervert's teeth in, you know, and like, and. <laughs> this is how to I'm, this is how to gouge out a pedophile's eyes. Jesus Christ! They only know Game of Thrones now. <laughs> but if you were a pedophile, uh, what would be your strategy? What what would be your strategy to get out if you got handsomed? If I got handsomed. I don't know. I would think about it very deeply. You said you're a guy that plans. You know, how you, you said you're a guy that thinks two steps ahead. What would yeah. you do? How do you get out of this? Well, I'm saying I would have time to plan it. Yes. You know, is what I'm saying. Yeah, here's you you have time to plan it. You really want to fuck this 12-year-old girl. <laughs> you, you really really do. So you have to you have to make it obvious. 
that that's your intent. You know, she has to know what's up. And mm-hmm. you have to get far enough into a relationship to be hanging out. So those are the requirements. How do you get, how do you plan this? How do you get out? I create a I don't know. Fuck. Cuz there's all kinds of like police there too. <laughs> See, dude, Chris Hansen's a genius. It's not easy. All you need to all, all you have to do to get people to yeah. freeze is just ask them. Ask them what they're doing. What are you doing? Yeah, but also like being a grown man in a house when you thought that you thought you were alone in dude. starters startles them a little bit too. The poli- they don't even know the police are there. They know nothing about it. They're they know that they're pedophiles. That's all that they know. All they know is that they have a raging mm-hmm. boner ready to fuck this kid. Jesus Christ. So um, So here's the thing. Put yourself in their shoes. From Really? You have to you're from the you're from the first step. Step number one. Step number you're trying one. To, you're trying to you're trying to lay the pipe to this twelve year old. Get out of and get out of being handsened. Yeah, like what? Oh no. Okay, how about this? You have been trying to get to. You've been trying to fuck this twelve year old. She knows you're trying to fuck her. You've, you're finally. Yo, she finally. Stop <laughs> saying that. <laughs> you finally go and you finally go and meet up with her. You find you finally go and meet up with her. Chris Hansen walks in. Or as you're meeting, or, or or let's say you're about to walk in the door. In your in your in your mind, you you know that there's always the possibility of getting handsomed, so you can say something when you walk in, whatever to to like you know hedge your bets. What are you doing? What's your game plan? Are you like like people will say stuff about? I come up disguised as a <laughs> as a profession. People say that that's actually not bad. Someone that you let in your house, like a plumber. Okay, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not bad. That's not bad. Because people will always say stuff about, like, I'm coming over here to show her, like, like how crazy it is that to do this and, like, what, like, not to do this again. So, like, would you, like, you could, so you could always walk in and be like, be like, hey, don't ever do this again, you know, but I guess, you know, but you know I'm trustworthy, so at least, so I should, you should let me do it. <laughs> yeah. You know, head your bet. Yeah, those guys are crazy. Head your bets bro. a little bit. I like the idea of Chris Hansen walks in, and yeah, you go like, "Oh yeah, I'm just here to <laughs> I'm just here to f- fix a pipe in the bathroom." Like, excuse me, and you like take out an Allen wrench. <laughs> it can't be like 9 p.m. though. Is you're like, the thing? <laughs> you're, you're, you're holding a bottle of wine. Yeah. <laughs> A, 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 a roll of condom fall out of your box of condoms in your yeah in your pocket. Yeah, a roll of condoms falls out of your back pocket. In your vest pocket. In your yeah. vest. No, so, so Chris Hansen. Your utility belt. Chris Hansen walks in. Chris Hansen walks in and he goes like, "Hey, how you doing?" Like, like he always, you know, like he always does. Acts all cool. What are you doing, man? Yeah. Hey. So, what you doing? Who you who you here, here hanging out with tonight? You know, you got, what he always that that's always the kind of question that he asks. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, what are your plans for the night? So you could just say something like, "Oh, I was just picking her." Are they ever honest? No, never. They always. They. I just want one guy to be they, honest. Oh, I was just trying to fuck this kid. <laughs> yeah. Is that? I didn't know that was wrong. You know, that's the. Th- Was that is wrong? That, is, should, should I, I not have, have done that? that? Is that wrong? I've I thought of I've been I've I've been trying to write a joke about how the wor- the second worst disease that Michael Jackson had was the thing with the skin because the worst disease was being a pedophile because even people say like I I like you know his defenders say that he was. Like he was just stuck in perpetual childhood, but even kids don't want to fuck kids. Yeah, <laughs> you want kids don't want to fuck. No, nothing. kids like you want to like kiss another kid, but you go home and you 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 beat off to adults. You like want you want to see like your teacher's tits. You don't want to like you want to kiss your classmate. 
like hold her hand. Yeah. Like he, he like pedophiles are 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 can't be perpetual kids because kids don't. Yeah, kids don't want to fuck kids. Pedophiles mm-hmm. are the worst kind of like, like the worst kind of low. They're even worse than have. They're even worse than kids. Than kids wanting to fuck kids. Kids are the worst. Yeah, kids are terrible. Kids suck, but pedophiles suck worse. I'll go out on a limb and say that pedophiles are worse than kids. Yeah. I don't think that's much of a debate. I'll, I'll take that. I'll take the heat for that. If if you know if anyone wants to challenge me on that, I'll take the heat. Wait, wait, did you say that pedophiles are worse than kids? Yeah, they are worse than kids. And if and if anybody wants to take me on okay. on that, just make it sure. Yeah, they can they can battle me for, you know, want to test wit. You want to battle with our words? Have at it. Challenge me. I don't think anyone's going to challenge you on the fact that pedophiles are, aren't worse than kids. A pedophile would. A pedophile would not. Yeah, they are. You're last right. They love pedo- kids. Last thing a pedophile wants you to know is that they're a pedophile. <laughs> yeah, you're right. They love. They love kids. Hey, even if even if they were a known pedophile, they might they might still like kids more. <laughs> mhm. But they wouldn't speak up on it. No. And Chris Hansen uh was a legend. He started an entire wave of people that do their own their own investigation shows which I think are always hilarious. Those the 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 ones that are always staged. I love staged uh pedophile stuff on YouTube, the one that's like like try like like looking for a pedophile gone wrong. The, those are like the best. Those are the best videos on YouTube. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to say to that. Listen, pedophile people are scared to talk about pedophiles. I get it. Yeah, but I'm like those hey, types a, of videos. It's, it's that's, a touchy. That's, that's insane. It's a touchy subject. I get it. But the idea that the fact that somebody. Will will stage and make a video like that for children is hilarious. <laughs> Trying to lure pedophiles. It's hilarious. Yeah, it's yeah, but that that's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. Yeah, I I mean I know I get the I get the hilarious part. It's it's almost purely evil. It's insane. <laughs> like it's almost one of the most evil things that you could do. Those YouTube, those YouTube channels that ponder to kids and fucking put all these crazy ideas into their heads are, are like the fucking Riddler. Call call them uh, they're the they're the Diddler. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see the Batman yet? No, is it good? I have not. Seen Colin it, Farrell, but I hear it's Colin good. Farrell's my my fucking my king, my lover, and he's he's yeah. the, the Penguin. I heard he's amazing in it. He got his own spinoff show now on HBO Max. It's going to drop. HBO Max always is making good stuff. I hope so. Colin Farrell's always making good stuff. I tweeted something about how he's my favorite actor, and now he's getting all these huge roles. You know, I think Mm -hmm. it's my influence. I don't want to take full credit for his career, um, but... Another Colin Farrell movie, or a movie with Colin Farrell in it. Um, Have you ever seen Saving Mr. Banks? What's it about? I feel like I might have. It's about um it's about when the uh what was it Mary Poppins was getting made and the woman like the woman yes. who had the story that was making the movies was yes. just very difficult and then it's like all that stuff with her childhood yep. and everything. Yep, I did see that. Colin Farrell's her dad. Yep, I did see that. I totally remember that that's a, a movie that I had completely forgotten about until you just said it. That's a really good movie. It actually was a good movie. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. I saw it when it came out. I think I was like 13, 14. I thought it was, I thought it was good. <laughs> yeah. I, I also saw it when it came out around that age, and I probably also thought it was good. Have, Watch it again. Have you ever... If you haven't seen it in so long. Okay. I assume you've gone on movie dates before, right? Probably, yeah. Uh, I don't like to. I've, everybody's gone on a couple movie dates before, though, right? Yeah. 
Okay, what's the wor- like? What's the weirdest movie date movie that you've ever seen? I've seen a few bad ones. What's what's the worst one that you've seen? Worst movie? I don't because I don't know. I j- I would just forget it. I would forget bad movies. And but bad you wouldn't forget the bad experience of being on a being on a date there. But I haven't had anything like really bad. Okay, I saw Batman vs Superman with a girl. I tried to. Make a move on a girl during Batman vs Superman. That's not easy. That's, yeah. <laughs> and uh, you can't. You, yeah, you can't. That's not an easy <laughs> flick to make a move on during. It's, it's not a scary movie. Action movies are the are one of the worst movies to take a girl to see. Mm-hmm. And then I was trying to get an over the pants Asia J during the Peanuts movie, and that that's that was that was not an easy movie to try to make a move during either. That's insane. <laughs> That's insane? Yeah, the Peanuts movie? <laughs> There's children there were in the not, room, there, It was almost a completely empty theater. Oh, I'm guessing it was just old? Yeah, it was old, point. and it was at a weird time, and we were sitting at the very top. I was okay. rocking with it. it unsuccessful. The... Uh, I, you know, the helicopter didn't land. There was no landing pad, I suppose. It, it was it was an unsuccessful. We we hit rough air at one point, and it was it was an unsuccessful landing. We had we circled around Minneapolis and landed in Des Moines. Mm-hmm. So what was that? Was that the worst movie you've done? Probably, but I always think about what's the worst movie that you could watch. Just period of all time, the worst movie that you could watch with a oh, woman. I don't know. And I already have my. I made out. I have my answer. I made out through most of uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, the gay sex movie. <laughs> it's got Freddie Mercury in it. Yeah. So yeah. So yes. That's yeah, a pretty sure. good one. But I wouldn't. Uh, but I wasn't watching. No. I was just making out listening to <laughs> Queen songs every so That's often. That's great. That's a great experience. Um, mm-hmm. I've said before. I think maybe on this show. That '70s show used to be my my show of choice to 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 toss on to bang to, was I toss toss on mm-hmm. that '70s show? It's just so boring. You can't help but do something else. Um, I, I've I've never actually watched this movie with a girl, but I think A Clockwork Orange by Stanley Kubrick has to be the worst movie you could ever watch with a woman. I've never seen it. There's brutal. There's multiple brutal rape scenes it's in like uh there's like all this weird it's in like a like an off it's like a made-up version of 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 english it's just like a weird language it's like about a guy that's getting tortured he jumps out of the window to end the movie it's the it's a not it's not a romance to say the least Mm -hmm. it's um he he beats a he beats a woman to death with a dildo not not a dildo but a huge a statue shaped like a penis. He smashes a woman's head in with it. This sounds like GTA. It's a pretty dope movie. Uh, pretty fucking rad. Like I said, Kubrick. I read the book. The book's pretty dope. The movie's pretty fucking dope. But I don't think I'll ever whip that out around a girl because. I don't think any scene, I don't think any movie with brutal rape scenes are are are, are good to watch around women. That's not a turn on. No, unless they're maybe for right. a few. I've met. A, I think I, I think I've met a few girls who might be into that, but that's yeah, that? not a lot. No, that's a rarity, and I'm not going to take that risk. It's good call. All right, uh, checking the clock. It's time. We're back. It's time for the comedy hour. Why are you saying it like that? Do you have any update? You go like all like hunched over and go like a rat. It's my radio voice. And welcome to the Two Scoops of Vanilla comedy hour. How is that? Go deeper like Darth Vader. I can't do that deep. My voice will crack. No, so do you have any updates? been two weeks update update i've been thinking about script writing a lot have you done it i have a script writing itself but like 
Yes, I have done stuff. Yeah, do you have uh, ideas you're working with? Well, it was kind of like, I don't know, kind of looking at the idea of what if you have like curb your enthusiasm, you know, style problems and situations, but for uh, for like college students. What do you mean? Like their perspectives. Well, you know, just like the everyday shit, you know, curb your enthusiasm the everyday shit that college, I mean, that, you know, like he just deals with and. But to have, like, a group of, like, college students just kind of all going through their lives and going through, like, you know, funny, stupid bullshit like that. In a movie or in, like, a... No, like a oh, like, show. Yeah. Okay, that makes more sense. Yeah. Yeah, not in a movie, a show. Yeah, totally. I, I, can, I, can, I can feel that. It, it's, uh... Mm-hmm. Writing like script like uh, like screenplay and script writing and things like that takes it's so uh, I I I'm thinking about it at the moment too and it takes so much fucking structure that I do not have that it's it feels easier for me to do it than a uh, joke writing. I think it's a it's, it's yeah it's, it's very structured. Just kind of just do it better. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think I think you should try. It. I encourage you to try it. I think it sounds. I think that sounds awesome. I think you should totally yeah. do it more freedom paint the picture and then i could use you know all of these all my experiences i could use other people's experiences just because i'm always thinking of stuff and that list of ideas will just keep growing over years yeah totally i, I think i'll get better that's how better. it goes i think you should i think you should do it i think i, I think every i think you should totally try it mm-hmm. i will i made a few character profiles that's always fun Mm-hmm. Uh, don't try to stick too much to your real life, or else it's or else it's too hard to write. You have to you have to you have to make sure that you're writing characters. Mm-hmm. It's not a majority that are based off of like something from my real life. A little bit. I know that's something I struggle with when I've done fiction writing in the past is breaking away the uh, people from being that. Like not like trying to be be people that aren't based on myself is is has, has been hard for me in the past, so I've I try to work I know. on that. I want to do that because I've never done that before. It's fun. It's very fun. Yeah. So I want to do like I want to do that once, but because I've never done it. You should. It's fun. It's a fucking blast. Base one off myself. Well, I gave it the same personality type. Yeah. To sell. On my bucket list, that is to either is to sell a script of some kind, whether it's a pilot or a fucking screenplay or something, to sell something that I wrote is is uh, is on my bucket list. So I can relate to that. I can relate to to those feelings that you have. It's pretty tight. It's really fun. I you should totally do it. <laughs> okay, cool. That sounds good. Uh, my update. Uh, I don't have too much. I was in Spain for two weeks. There was a English open mic in Madrid on a night that I was there. No way. Two blocks away from my house, and I pussied out. I didn't do it. It literally was in English, an English I, open mic, dude. Two blocks away. I I, I should have fucking. I kind of regret not doing you it. You should have. You should have stepped I know, in. I regret not doing it, but I I, I, I bitched out. I was worried that my. That my fucking joke wouldn't translate to fucking Europe. Yeah. I mean, that is a reasonable fear. Yeah, I was a little nervous and I just pussied out. Yeah. Big regret of big regret for me. I t- I, I really wish I, I had done it. Bigger than the bar slag? No, that whore. I, I, I really wish I had gotten with that whore. Jesus. But, uh, the... The enlightened. But the... Uh, not doing the comedy, I I I, I th- really feel like I should have done. That could have been a really cool experience, even if I had bombed. It, w- it just could have been. It would have just been really fun and really cool. Yeah. So that's my big update. Um, anything else you want to talk about? I don't. I don't really have any anything else I want to talk about. It feels like a natural. Route. Yep, I agree. Uh, follow me on Instagram, Tristan E George, and on Twitter um, at. I look handsome on Twitter. I look handsome. 
Um, send us an email at two scoops of vanilla pod at gmail.com. You know, send us a dick pic, you know, titty pics, questions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll rate Quite, one to I, ten. I'll rate your dick one to ten. I'll give you an honest rating. If you want two straight men to give an honest rating of your penis, send it our way. Or of your tits, send it your way. I'll be extremely <laughs> honest. Um, heartbreakingly honest. If you really want to know the truth, I, I'll, I'll, let, I'll, get, I'll get right to the bottom of it. Or send us a question, anything like that. We'll answer it. We've done it once in the past for the one question we got. Hit us with another one. Uh, it's fun to answer questions. So um, We're back. I missed a week. We're back and fucking recharged better than ever. Um. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm getting the fuck out of here. <laughs> uh, sounds good. All right, later, buddy. <laughs> sounds good, man. Bye.